With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. I have to say this because I know our spirit and our emotions get stirred. I'm not against nobody on the panel. I'm with everybody on the panel. I'm not diametrically opposed to anybody on the panel. I agree with everything my brother said about revolutionaryism. So let me ask you guys a few questions. We're in the South. We're in the heart of the South right now. Who fishes? Who knows how to fish? Hands down. Who knows how to hunt? That's hands. Hands down. Who shoots on a regular basis, meaning once or twice weekly? Hands down. Now, you see how many hands? Who farms or grows their own food right now? Hands down. You ain't ready to oppose nothing. You are as a part of this system as any white person gentrified in this city. And you can't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about because I've lived in this neighborhood long enough to know when, every, when two out of every five yards had a garden in the back. I'm old enough to know him when the Muslim community was the strongest security force and food, their own food force in this community. Black people, I love you, and I love you enough to tell you, you ain't ready to revolt shit. You don't feed yourself. You don't hunt your own animals and slaughter them. You don't prep your own meat. You don't own your own land. You don't have a seed growing in your window. So when you think about revolutionarism and you think about fighting and dying in the street, you ain't shit if you can't feed your children. You ain't nothing if you can't teach your children to hunt. I've been hearing this revolutionary talk all my life. All my life, I've been seeing leaders get before me and tell me how much of a strong warrior. And just like the United States Army, just like the military, I've seen their words send black boys off to die in the street, fighting and arguing with police. You have no win. He was innocent and he got 19 years. His mama couldn't afford the right lawyer. His dad didn't know a senator. You have no wins. If you, how many of you practice a martial art today? Who practices a martial art today? How many boys are practicing a martial art in your community today? Today. That's what I'm saying. We not ready to fight. You say fight that, fight the police. The police are trained to shoot. They're trained in martial combat. We're not. What are we going to do? Now, I'm not saying give up. I'm not saying you can't train yourself. But what I'm saying is, if you're not training every week, if you're not shooting every week, if you're not knowing how to grow your own food, arguing with me and arguing with the police ain't going to do nothing. Because if we all leave right now, let if we talk. all leave right now and we got a speed ticket, we ain't all going to agree not to pay it. You understand what I'm saying? I agree we still slaves. I'm telling you right now today, Malcolm said by any means necessary, by any means necessary, and we're talking about children. We're talking about 
even intelligent enough yet not to know what girl not to like. They're not even intelligent enough yet not to know how to, I always should have a condom. They're not even intelligent enough yet to know not to argue with their teachers. Don't send these babies off to die because you didn't die when you were 21. Don't you send these babies off to die because you feel like you missed the 60s and the 70s. I want to see more black attorneys, more black law enforcement. I want to see more black people pooling their money to run their own candidates. I want to see more black police officers that are from the neighborhood because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they tried to leave one time and they formed Liberia. Look at Liberia now. Look at what Haiti did. They revolted. Every European country punishes Haiti for revolting. So if you're not going to revolt tomorrow, if you're not going to do like Elijah said and take all the southern states, if you're not going to gentrify Alabama, stop trying to grow warriors to fight a fight. You too scared to fight. You pay your speed tickets. You ain't not paying your tickets. You ain't telling kids how to bust out every car window. And then when they riot, you never there with them. When they riot, where's the church? Where are the teachers? Where are the institutions? So I'm just saying, you do what you want to. But as for me in my house, I'm going to raise a warrior that knows how to use his hands, knows how to use his mind, and loves the people with his heart. Your job, your job is to survive the encounter. Survive the encounter. And when daddy gets there with a lawyer, when daddy makes sure you got a judge that looks like you, we'll deal with that other shit. But you survive the encounter, young man. Don't you die on the side of the goddamn street like a dog. Yes, yes, yes. Hello, everybody. This is Benita Osset in Maine, and we are on POET Radio. And we have two callers on the line with us right now that would love to get in on this conversation. And anybody else out there who is interested in calling in, do so right away. If you are listening to this broadcast later on in life and you wasn't lucky enough to be in on the live broadcast with us, then you are very, very, very welcome, and we are very, very thankful that you are downloading it and sharing it with whoever you are listening to. This, again, is the POET Radio, and we are here with Benita Osset in Maine. And that, who you just heard, was our brother Killer Mike, and, um, and with a very, very passionate speech that has gone viral all around Facebook and who else, who knows where else. Um I I found it on YouTube. You can find it there, too, if you like. Oh, my brother. He said that what we need to do is build the mind, the hands, the heart, and just learn how to survive. And it's very interesting to me because one of the things that he said, Maine, was buying a um, ticket, right, making sure you pay the ticket. And that's so funny he said that because, you know, even though I had heard him say that before, when I played it again, I forgot that he had used that analogy. And right before we started this, I was online paying my tickets, you know? You pay your tickets, man. Peace, family. was good. Man, I guess I'll pay him eventually. Uh, <laughs> I've been suspended a lot. All been for non-ticket payments. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't want anything to happen to my car. You know what I'm saying? I need my car to be in good working order. 
Yeah, maybe we might need some of them uh, Morris brothers to represent us in court or something. Mm-hmm. They, you know, since they say it worked. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I got some ideas that I want to share, but I kind of want to listen to what other people have to say. Let's go to Rookie first. Rookie, what you want to say in response to Killer Mike's passionate speech? I already, um, yeah, shout out to everybody on uh, POET Radio, number one. Thank you for having me. I already responded. Uh, I was on Facebook, and I said, Killer Mike for president. And I've been saying that for, like, months and almost a complete year because the guy's been outspoken on uh, black issues and uh, just issues of equality, you know, because he was, like, a very vocal in the campaign for Bernie Sanders, you know what I'm saying? So uh, rest in peace to that campaign. But, um, yeah, I mean, I say Killer Mike for president, man, because he's really, really speaking the truth. You know, he's talking about, like, put your put your money where your mouth is, put your actions where your words are, you feel me? That sort of thing. That has to happen. It has to happen. And black people got to learn to stop criticizing and listen more. And uh, above all, uh, stop doing what the enemy wants you to do, period. I, you know, I'm, one of the biggest things I think that will move us forward is not sharing with everybody. You can't fucking share with everybody. You know what I'm saying? We let everybody into our stuff. We let, you know, civil rights be, like, shared by the women's rights movement. We let the the hip-hop be shared with every single race in the world. We don't need to share every fucking thing because what happens is we get forgotten in something that we started or something that's uh, 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 supposed to catapult us to the point of equality, not even being above anybody. We just want equality. We can't even get there because we get overshadowed by the people that we are allowing to be sharing the uh, soapbox with us. So uh, sorry, you guys. Don't want to be like, you know, overshadowing or hey, talking too damn much. But uh, Hey, bro, yeah. you bring up a good point as far as not letting somebody come in and, you know, dissipate the energy that we start. Yeah. Period. But one of, one of the strategies that – I have is a is a strategy called the all in strategy. And I okay. say that because you know, it's not just, you know, of course if America got a cold, we got AIDS like like Zoe Williams say them say. But um the system got serious problems and we are not the only ones affected. Now we got we do have in a sense, one common enemy is not just white black. It's is really big government. This this uh you know Illuminati. This uh the the controllers of this whole thing. So we all just pawns playing this game. We getting control. You know the the white people are more pawns than we are. They getting pawned. They they they're pawns because they think they getting a little bit more because. They got they're over they think they're over us. Right, and the guys of so, white supremacy, of and, course. And right. Just, exactly. And just like Neely Fuller says, as three as three groups of people. There's white people, there's white supremacists, and there's non white. So hmm. any of those non any of those just the white people who are who are not racist and you know, they still may be working for the system, they still may be swayed by the system, but the white people that are not racist and the non-white people, let's, and any other group, we don't have no time to be 
out here hating groups. Like we don't have time to be uh, hating gays or church people or white people or like whoever, whoever. What we need to be doing is we need to be recruiting all those groups to our to our to our struggle. This this See, is the thing to- you got to find a litmus test though. You got to find a litmus test for that. You know what I'm saying? So you well, got to find well, like we, a test. Well, well, we have well we have to control the narrative. We have to one hundred one hundred thousand percent control the narrative. We can't come in and let them you know, you know, break it section it off to gay rights. But yeah, so yeah, what yeah. do you think about just just uh you know moving everybody in because we like Killer Mike said we we ain't ready. A lot of people talk that rah rah talk. Right. You know, like if if uh why you uh just sitting out there filming the police, I would have shot him out. You know, out. You know, like you should have helped. Like, <laughs> what you supposed right. to do? Like man, right. like Killer Mike said, you gonna pay your ticket when you know when it come in the mail. So, cause you don't want your shit fucked up. So you put you putting uh serious life in danger because we're not ready to fight against them. When we get stopped, pulled over, guns put up, put on us, we not we not ready. Like, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. So, yep. so we have to attack by fight tearing down their systems. All their systems are flawed because they built on falsity. They they built on falsity. The medical system exactly. flawed. The exactly. jail system flawed. The school system flawed. We can go on and on and on Hell yeah. and on. Now, Hell yeah. now we are now we're all strategically in those positions. We work there. We got jobs there. Yeah, it's a nigga there, it's a nigga there, it's a nigga at all them spots. There's a nigga in the military. The, the military, flawed, fighting for bullshit. You know what I'm saying? They're not protecting this country. Every right. system is flawed. So we need to continue putting pressure on, like, it really needs to be a million people fighting a war, a war in a million directions. Exactly, man. I've told people that tons of times. It's like, you know, you got a team. We got a team, man. You know, you got a center, you got a guard, you got like forwards. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, and you got a shooting guard. Everybody got a different position. You feel me? So like, the guard ain't trying to be a fucking center. You know, he's gonna do guard stuff. The center's gonna do center stuff. He's gonna kick it back out to guard when he need help. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or vice versa. That's what needs to be with us. You know what I'm saying? Too many of us is just like. No, you need to do blah, 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 and you need to stop marching and blah, blah, blah. I hate when people do that. Let the people march, right. march that's going to march. Let the motherfuckers as artists be artists. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. Let the people who just raised their kids, let them raise their kids right. You know what I'm saying? And then we correct our wrongs. But the main thing is not to include everybody in our conversations, man. You know, when you, have, when you have people, yeah, this stuff we're doing right now, not everybody needs to hear it. And I, I'm a firm believer in that. I'm going to stop talking very soon. Not like well, tonight, well, but I'm just like. Well, we was talking real war strategy. This is just, this is this is a strategy that we could talk about openly because the truth is the truth. But I'm telling if you, we, once you we, get to that we, war we, stuff, if we break you it, got if we break, okay. If we breaking up, if we breaking up fried, uh, crack fried premises that got cracks all in it, you can do that from every angle. Everybody, everybody attack. The 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 spiritual warriors attack. The scholar warriors attack. Man, if we got a if we got a a drop squad, y'all do y'all thing. 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, I'm not even talking about the attack part. We talked about that. I said, you know, that I, I mirrored what you talked about. What I'm talking about is the planning. And the planning of it, I don't think nobody needs to hear that shit but us. Period. I don't think nobody needs to hear that but us. I, and I, I think, think it needs to come I from think, all directions at one fucking time. At I one time. That's going to be most effective. I think everybody needs to hear it, and everybody needs to consistently hear it. Like we need so to you say everybody there. like think, you say everybody like white folk, black folk. Yeah, no, and Asian. I'm gonna tell you why. We why need that? to tell them how we need to tell them how it's flawed for them, and how this shit ain't working for them. Like you we, attacking you. We told we that. To, we, we told them we, that. I know, I know, but we need to. We told them that, dog, for centuries, man. We need to consistently man. keep the pressure on until we build strength. Until we build strength, we have to, we have to build in strength and numbers. And as but, long as as long as that pressure come on, we're gonna continue. We're gonna continue to shut down shit. Hey, but, Bonita, yeah. you st- my fault. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. So until we until as long as we keep that pressure on, we're gonna continue to shut down shit and change shit to a system of justice. So so yeah, white people can be an aid at that. As a matter of fact, it's white people fighting right now. Um, you got a. Uh, Damn, what's the Tim? What's his name? Tim. Uh, what's the bro, What's the white guy named Tim? Um, uh, I can't. Tim I Wise. Can't Tim Wise. Tim Wise. Tim Wise. Yeah. Dropping heat. We need to big up Tim Wise and anybody that that could be that next one, because they can get further than us. So nah, we, need to, nah. we need to turn. Nah. We need to turn the ones we can into that and just be a nah. momentum. I uh, I kind of agree with what you're talking about, but uh. You know, it's all good. We don't have to agree, but we need to just know that we, we got to do some shit. <laughs> we got to do something, and we got to yeah, do we it just very talk, fast. Yeah, we, you know? we just talking strategies. Exactly, exactly. And, I'm, and my, my point was I don't think they need to hear our strategies. That's my whole point. I don't think they need to hear that. They need to see oh, us see. acting. They need to see us acting, and if they like to be a part, then they can be a part if we let them. But they got to make it. They got to make it, man. They got to make it. Just like we got to make it in a work world. They have to make it in our fight world. You feel what I'm saying? If this is our fight, cool. But you got to make it in that. You know? How long does it take to learn the, the the system of white supremacy? I say it's more than 18 years. The 18 years, I was like, okay, I'm going to get out of school and I'm going to be cool. Man, I'm still not cool. <laughs> I still ain't cool. After all that damn degree and all that crap, I'm still trying to learn this system. So I'm just like, man, make them jump the same hurdles we got to jump. Period. That's all. Now, that's fair. That's fair. We can't just let them in the door because they can do the now, damn now, wop. Now, now the <laughs> you reason, know what I'm saying? The reason, the reason I want them in the door is if they aimed at, this, at the one enemy, and we chop down that one, we chop down that one big block, hey, you know, once, the, once, we, got it, once we got this shit divided, we can conquer. Like, man, we could, of course. We could, we, could, we, could, we could conquer a divided block way quicker, and if, they, if we use them to help. Hey, all the best. Right, right, right. But you remember, you remember how the Civil Rights Act went? You know, the Civil Rights Movement went, right? That was botched. It turned into the we are the world thing instead of, like, black people trying to get civil rights, and then it kind of got watered down. And You listen to Malcolm X, he'll let you know how it was in 1964, people, right before he was people, fucking assassinated. Black people, black people was in a, in a much better position after the Civil War than we are right now. You know, yeah, it's, it's, well, All right, well um, <laughs> fellas, how do we turn this into 
like um, I'm, I'm agreeing with both of you. You're talking about um, revolution is not supposed to be televised. And, exactly. But, but what can we do with the technology that we have today where we can alert our brothers and sisters without giving everything away to the enemy? And um, Maine and I were put this particular broadcast together because we're sick and tired of being sick and tired, basically. And, <laughs> right. and we really want something for our people. We want them to kind of to have some kind of strategies. And we we heard Killer Mike. His strategies are, he said, this is what I'm going to do for my family and my home for my son. I'm going to strengthen his mind, his hands, and his heart. Yeah. Now, but he's not telling us specifically what he's doing to rear his son to have a son with a strong mind, hands, and heart, right? Exactly. But um, before I go to the next calibra, can you give us like the next ten seconds of what you know? What would you add to that list if you would add anything to it? Who did you ask him or me? I'm asking you. Oh, uh, honestly, it would be uh, media silence, the media blackout. You know. And it's a hard thing to do when you get somebody shot and the media comes to you, you want to talk to them. You want to tell them your plight. You want to let them know who got shot so you can possibly get that person uh, reprimanded or caught and thrown behind bars. I don't think we need to talk to them anymore. Honestly, they mess up our stories too often. They get our narratives wrong and we're always pissed off and we never really get what we, what we want or what we deserve. Do you so, kind of feel, bro, like the media presence is adding fuel to the fire, like making it worse, causing these things to happen more and more and more because they get so sensationalized? It is, because anytime you, like, have a group of people that judge you off of what they see off of TV, period, That's that means it's significant. People are looking at MTV like, oh, black people, all they care about is blah, 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 and those blah, blah, blahs are very stereotypical, right? But they hurt us because we get hurt by stereotypes by people who don't really see us. I was listening to XM today on Channel One Twenty Six. Um, I can't remember the name of the brother's show. It'll come back to me. But anyway, one of the callers, white person, said exactly that. The only reason why I listen to this show is so that I can understand and get to know black people better. <laughs> so right. you, your, your point is absolutely 100% clear. I'm going to go to the next caller. Sean, okay. you're out there. If you um, Thank you so much, Rookie, for calling in. And, um, yeah, yeah, no problem. Hey, you like guys, a, thanks. A, a, like a, a, a second co-host, and we appreciate you. Call back anytime, okay, bro? <laughs> All right, thank so you. So we're we going to um, move on to the next caller. Brother Sean, if you're on the air still and you're interested in saying something, you're welcome to unmute your phone and um, speak your piece. The question on the floor right now, brother, on P-O-E-T radio is, Killer Mike said, my hands, heart, would you add anything to that list for common strategies? Well, I agree with Killer Mike and what he was saying, but there's two general points that I think needs to be uh, followed up with that. One, I agree with, but this the solution is basically it's, it's the same old thing. Black unity will kill everything about white supremacy, but we need unity. 
if there's a movement that has to be done, it's not a revolution to overthrow white people and white supremacy. Really what it is is when there's black unity, white supremacy dies automatically. The reason why there is white supremacy is because black people, and, you know, so some people, I'm going to say this like this because I don't want some people thinking uh, if I speak to... If I speak speak too strongly, I don't want them thinking, ooh, Sean, you're saying something I may not agree with, I may not, but i got to say it, though. White people are trying to destroy your image, destroy you, because you are black people are genetically (laughs) just better, okay? And it's not no racism or nothing like that. Your genes are the strongest ever, your mind, your body, everything, you know what I'm saying? You know, black people, y'all created a damn universe, okay? You created a planet, carbon, oxygen, all that stuff. There's no spook in the sky or nothing like that. That was you at your best. You know what I'm saying? When you was produced, when you ate the right foods and you was a alka, total alkaline body, you created children that, you know, <laughs> I'll put it like this. There, y- y'all heard of the story of uh, Yakub. And uh, Elijah Muhammad talked about this story about Yakub and how he was six years old and how he played with Magnus and he understood how he was going to create another people. That was, it may or may not be a fictional story, but that's how you used to be when people used to eat right and how our genes are and how we are as a people and that melanin that's in our body. We are a very superior people when we're in our right nature and in our right state of mind. Very superior. That's why they feed us these bad foods. That's why they miseducate us. That's why they put all these bad things out here on television so that we don't think we ain't nothing but a nigger. That's why they have to put laws and systems to to suppress us because when they take the foot off of our neck, we will overcome. Even in the lowest state, we will overcome them. All of our creations. I say even with the foot on the neck. We still Even with the foot on the neck. If you if you don't put all five fingers and the four or five toes on our neck, if you left a couple of toes up, we will totally dominate. Just something simple. The NBA. If all the black players said we're not gonna play no more until we own our own league, guess what's gonna happen? They have no choice but to do that because there is no league without the black players. Mm-hmm. There is really no technology without black people. You don't hear about them in the magazines and stuff because they're not going to let you think you're that wide. You know what I'm saying? But the Internet, that was created by a black man. Look how the Internet changed the world. That's us in our worst state. You know what I'm saying? Look at the telephone. Let me, all um, the technology. I'm hearing what you say. We are wonderful and powerful people. I'm trying to sum it up um, and and bring it all together for the people, you know, in our limited time. The, well, Black, well, Big Mike was saying, all I'm summing that all up to what Big Mike is saying is okay, we okay. have unity. We don't necessarily have to necessarily worry about a revolution because when we have unity, it's just going to come. Um, okay. It's, it's just going to come. Because we're already you know a powerful we, people, so if we're working together, then we we're not going to have these problems, basically. Right, and then keep our inventions to ourselves. We don't need to sell it to white people or the Chinese or nothing like that. Hmm. We, one thing that makes us a weak people is we don't own anything. We need to own and keep our inventions. 
You know what I'm saying? But we need our unity. The, the internet should have been ours, and ours to keep. It never should have been sold. I read about how the government shafted the brother out of the uh, the internet, but there was no black people to support him in the internet, and they all regret it now because it's a trillion dollar industry. But all it takes to support what Big Mike is saying is, it's not like I don't want nobody to think there's no hope. The hope is we just need unity. We have to work together. Otherwise, they're going to keep killing us. They're going to keep putting their foot on our neck even harder. As a matter of fact, there's going to be 10 foot on our neck instead of just one foot on our neck because the Chinese are trying to call and be like, yeah, if we start doing what white people do, we can be a Chinese supremacist. That's what white people are doing around the world. That's what Chinese people are going to start doing. So we don't need two big old foots on our neck, you know, but mm, black exactly. unity is the key. Okay, well, I, I hear you, brother. Thank you so much, Sean, for coming. And I want you to hold on because we got somebody else here from Washington State, uh, and I'd like to go to this brother and give him an opportunity to respond to what you were saying. Brother, you on the air. What's Hello. your name? This is Daryl Rand. How are you? Hi, Daryl Rand. How are you? Yeah, they call me D-Rand if you prefer to, you know, don't want to shorten it a little bit. D-Rand, what did you think about the stuff that Brother Sean was saying? Did you get a chance to hear what he said just now? I heard heard everything of what he said, and I love the energy of your show. Thank you for allowing me to call in. Um, I love the brothers talking. Yes, one of the things I caught and I'm totally in agreement with is that we need unity, you know. We got to get us all on the same page. We got to put the jealousy aside. Can everybody hear me? Okay, we got to put the jealousy and hate aside. I mean, seriously, dude. I mean, there's, I mean, we compete amongst each other as a black race more than anything. Um, I think I talked to you before. Um, briefly, I talked about land. We need to own land, especially when I see 42 acres of land in the state of Nevada go out for less than $25,000. Last I checked, but need to correct me if I'm wrong, we spent collectively as a black race $1.2 to $1.3 trillion. In this economy, more than any other race, correct me if I'm wrong once again. So you mean to tell me 25 grand is a lot of money? Well, we got the money. It's just that we got to pool our resources together. Now, before anybody pipe in and say, well, we don't trust each other, okay, that may or may not be true. But, however, if you know that, then here's what I say to those people. If you gossip to somebody else about to somebody else behind their back, you can pool resources together. Let me give you a brief example. Um, how many people there are? How many black people there are in this country? I think it was what, like thirty plus million. Am I right? Yeah, we. All right, cool. Yeah, about thirteen, fifteen million. Yeah, That's yeah. What I heard last seems like a okay. So let's do okay. So let's do okay. So let's do like minimum. Let's say we one million of us donated ten, twenty dollars a month for a year into a fund that was very transparent. And what I mean by transparency is we do a call like this, give the till, meaning whatever's in there. If any money goes out, it needs to be voted on collectively by the body. And it needs to go in and help us to help another black person in their family, special single mother, whatever the case may be, but it needs to be voted upon. If anybody steals that money, you get you get the hell beat out of you, if not die. Now I'd be the first one to sign off on that the way if I take any money without the voting body taking it, I give my life up. It has to come to that now. We're in desperate times. I'm going to touch on what Tiller Mike said also. I was 100% right enough. As a whole, I think the people that are on this call, me, you, Benita, and the other two brothers that I heard talking, I think we're ready for a revolution. But the masses of people, you know, the masses of black people are not. He was 1,000% correct. 
you know, because first of all, you got to own land. Collectively, as a whole, if we all got on the same page, that land, yes, would be a huge undertaking, but if we all came together, it would be very easy if everybody played their lane and were collectively as a black race. Our condition would change in a matter of seconds, meaning a blink of an eye would even take overnight. Okay? If anybody want to disagree with me on this in regards to the land, well, I'd love for them to step up to the plate because last I checked, that's how this country was built on land. When you have land, you have everything that you need, but the land has to be safe. Everybody has to be on one accord, and you need men and women, but especially men. And I'm going to start with myself, who are confident and bold with no fear, with a plan of action. Marching and protesting is great. I love that. But if there is no serious plan of action, then the marching and protesting gets normalized. Okay. Well, so, there's only so much, there's only so many herbs you can grow on the window. So I completely understand the land concept. Even if all but, we, uh, even if all we have is a a little lot or a corner. I agree with lot, you. you I agree with that. you. But however, here's my thing with that. Mm-hmm. I didn't say get the land just to get it. I mean get the land to build upon it. Mm-hmm. You know, build, build you and your family a house. Build you and your family a house. How many brothers that used to be contractors lost their contractor's license for whatever reason? You know, but they still have a skill set. That's an opportunity there. Okay, so we can create our own city. Okay, it starts with land. You know, we own somebody else's soil. Really, this is technically our soil. But if we're not going to collectively fight to get the land back, we might as well buy it. Because they ain't going to give it to us. Okay, but it's up for sale. America's up for sale. But we bought up enough of it and built and developed it and came together and made it safe and free, made it safe for women and kids and the elderly. Hell yeah, it'll wipe out white supremacy. It'll wipe it out. So thank you once again for allowing me, you know, to have some feedback. I didn't mean to be long-winded. I love your show. I love your presence and the energy. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I had something that I wanted to say to that, but I don't know. He just said it so nicely. I just I can't even remember what I was going to say. Man, you got a response to what he was saying? Yeah, I think uh, for the most part, you know, I don't have no uh, disagreement with with land and and uh, you know stepping up to the plate and uh, you know even even the strategies of, of getting a trust and all those things. But I guess the only thing I do disagree with is the unity part. You know, waiting for <laughs> waiting for unity. Um, you that was uni- Sean. It, Sean was speaking about the unity. Yeah. Well. Well. Um, that, that's what uh, he started off saying, unity. Because we had two that's different brothers. We had Sean was talking about the unity, and D-Rand was talking about, oh, yeah, well, D-Rand did agree with unity, though. You started, right about that. He started off talking about unity. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think we need some unity. But you're you saying know, we can't people. wait around on no, all not, of us being unified. I feel like everybody to, you know, get right. That ain't going to happen. That's that skeleton waiting on the bus, like from that meme on the Internet. So, yeah, waiting for black unity. No, that, that may have been know. the reason why Sean, um, as many times as he's called into the show, this is my first time ever hearing him talk so passionately. Uh, trying to, it was like a motivational speech, trying to get everybody. Listen, y'all, you powerful who's people. Who's like, who's like that? You, you talking about me? Yeah, Sean, Sean, where you at, brother Sean? I'm here. Okay, so do you remember how passionately you shared with everybody how we are a powerful people? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
And, and I agree, you know, everybody's not going to jump on the uh, unity trend because, you know, there's just some people who see the power of white people and they feel like you can't beat that, so they're going to join with them, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, all we need is a good, strong little base, and we can grow from there, you know, but unity is the key. Just like every other nationality, they got unity. That's how they're going to make it. You don't see police beating on the Muslim people. You know what I'm saying? You don't see the police beating up on Chinese. You don't see the, the police killing no other nationality but black people, and that's because we don't have the unity. Those other people have the unity. They buy the politicians off. They got laws to protect them. It just starts out as a small, few, powerful we, collective. And that's, we, yeah, that's we, just we, what we, we need. Well, the fear has to leave, too. I think the fear has to go out of our mindset and spirit. Um, yeah. People have to realize that the money controls the vote, not the vote controlling the money. We do got to so, get in the politician's pocket. You understand what I'm saying? So, we do. So, here, so here's the first step to unity. The first step to unity is getting the enemy out of us. And that is, you know, being prepared to to be cut off. If we can prepare ourselves to be cut off, we have no unity will happen. Once we start, you know, um and that's and and by saying by saying cutting off the enemy, like like we were saying, uh, I think Sean said that about cutting uh cutting the media off, like not talking to the media. We gotta we gotta be able to heal ourselves. We gotta be able to survive without their health system. We gotta be able Without, uh, without Ju- without Jewel and Krogan, whatever you know, uh, save a lot. We we got to survive, you know, without McDonald's and, and uh, Murder King and all that stuff. I agree, and we pool on and we pool our money so and we pulled our gotta, money we gotta away. Survive, we got to we got to survive without their banks. Mm-hmm. You know, whether we barter, whether we have cash, hell, without they without they greenbacks, we got to be we got to train ourselves. We got to work out. We gotta stack. We gotta stack up ammunition. You know, every on every level, we have to be ready. Yeah, we gotta I agree. To the point of being competent, of being ready. Once we do that, black unity will happen. Once we stop wearing their clothes and stop trying to look like them and act like them, and you know, event it. You know, as we as we search as we search for for our individual truth. That's why I said this is a. This is a, a battle of many. We'll come together. Now, once we come together, you know, other groups can fight, but they can't fuck, you know, they can't join us. Like, y'all fight over there against them motherfuckers, but don't come over here with that shit. We, you know what I'm saying? So I, when I say include other people, I want them to fight, aim they guns at them too, but however, from over there, all right, you want to fight them, go ahead, shit. But honestly, man, you know what? You're right, and honestly, if you look throughout history, that's when we were at our best, when there was segregation going on, and we had no choice but to do it ourselves. We see Black Wall Street, uh, those other black civil, uh, 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 black communities that did well. Black Wall Street did so well. They had to bomb us because we did so yeah. well. We didn't need that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what right. black people got to understand. When we have a unity, they have no choice, but that's when we, and that's still at our worst. We're not even at our best. At our worst, if they let the, if that's why they don't even want to do inter- segregation anymore. They're going to include us in some kind of way because 
that's the worst thing to happen. White supremacy doesn't work well when there's segregation. It just doesn't work that well. But, yeah, right. just to your point, yeah, we got to do all that stuff. But in a way, I kind of hope there is some type of segregation or they keep, in a way, I hate to say it like this, I kind of, we need the killing to keep happening so black people be like, you know what, we got to stick together. That's the only way. I agree. I think they got to get worse when they get better. We're going to be like, you know what? We got to cut it. We got to do it ourselves. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I we could something I mean, like that. I mean, we could be literally facing a Nazi type regime coming into presidency. Either way, who, no matter which one of them get in, we could be facing a, a Nazi type of regime, but one a little bit stronger than the other. So, yeah. you know, it, if, if that's what it takes for people to wake up, then, then it is what it is. I, I actually hope Trump make it. I hope he makes yeah, it. Yeah, I kind of hope to, too. Yeah, I do, too, in a way. <laughs> I hope so, too. Oh, a lot of be exposed. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> right, man. You brothers still there? You brothers still there? Yes, sir. D-Ran, you getting ready to, um, how you doing, brother? You all right? You trying to leave us? <laughs> I thought I was muted there for a minute. You brothers speak so passionately. It's good to be amongst other passionate folks like myself. But listen, um, the yeah, okay, Washington State, I don't know. Do you feel kind of alone, brother? <laughs> I'm never alone. <laughs> you know, d ran. <laughs> I'm never alone, but I'm always awake and aware um, mm-hmm. to most people. See, when you know thyself and you and you choose thyself, as your brothers, as, as you probably agree too, sister, um, you always find a way. You always awake and aware. We have to be prepared. We have to train. We got to shoot. We got to be ready to fight. I believe every man should have at least some boxing skills, and just in case, especially if you have wife, kids, or if you have a girlfriend, whatever. You got to, you have to have some command presence about you as a man. You know, uh, agree or disagree with me, but I think presence is half the battle. You know, man. But getting back to our topic in regards to killing Mike, I mean, we just have to get ready. You know, marching and protesting is great though, but we need to focus more on solutions. More. And I do agree with one of the brothers who said on it tonight, more killers may need to happen. Things may have to get worse in order for black folks to really wake up. Mm. And that's very unfortunate for me to say that, but it may have to go there. And we got to be ready. Every day you wake up, that's one of the reasons why I always say, speak life into yourself. Because you never know what the day may bring. And you got to be ready. You don't want to go out um, parking out. I'm not saying go through life being stupid, but just be ready. Be prepared in your mindset, in your spirit when you wake up in the morning, hmm. you know? So that's all I got to share. Um, I didn't mean to be on here this long. I love the show. I will be calling back. Okay, thank you. Um, you two brothers that are talking, keep the passion up, man, but stay awake, stay aware, stay confident, stay bold. Bro, bro, before you, and, before you dip out, let me ask you something. Yeah. A real time, give me this. A real-time strategy right now for a police encounter. What what's your what's your real-time strategy? Keep your hands where they can see them and ask them why you're being stopped. If they ask you if you encounter that, if you're walking, I'm assuming if you're walking down the street and they approach you, right? Because I do have a law enforcement background. Okay, I just be an officer. So ask okay. them why you're being stopped. Keep your hands also, when you. Also, you need to stay on the show then. We, <laughs> we, 
Let me tell y'all Let me tell y'all Let me tell y'all something. I can go all night. We're going to have to do this for another yeah, Thursday. Yeah, we're going to do it next time. Yeah, yeah, man, most definitely. If y'all want to know police strategy, building, um, entrepreneurship, um, I'm rebuilding myself, man. But as far as police strategy, I got y'all on that so, because presence so I, is everything. So, so you saying right now to uh, absolutely submit to the situation? I didn't say submit. I'm just saying just keep your hands where they can see them, first of all. If you're driving in night, for instance, and you get pulled over, let's say you get pulled over, God forbid, turn your dome lights on. Okay, I don't care how dark it is because they, it puts the defense mechanisms down. I remember when I used to approach a car and it was dark, my defenses would go up because you never know who's in the back seat, especially with tenant windows. Okay, turn your dome lights on, crack your windows just a little bit. You ain't got to crack all of them, okay, just the driver's side, maybe the passenger side, okay? And just keep your hands where they can see them. Um, if he asks you for your driver's license, if, because sometimes they won't, if sometimes they're just doing a check. You know, to see if you're scared. And if you look scared, then, yeah, they're going to take it further. But if you look calm, cool, collected, confident, look them in the eye, okay, they probably won't even ask you for your driver's license. But if they do, say, listen, my driver's license is in my right or my left pocket, you know, back pocket, and I reach back there. And you can even say, I don't want to get shot. <laughs> you got to say that nowadays, you know? You know, I so, think you're right about the confidence level because – has anybody, like, like you know, all the brothers we have on the call, absolutely, surely you all have been a part of some sort of, um, you know, been pulled over by the police. But can you remember if you've had confidence versus not having confidence and whether or not you was able to, because clearly you all on the call with us right now, so you was able to survive that moment. But do you think it was your confidence that got you through? Just real quick, like a show of hands. What about you, Brother Sean? Mm, you know what? I know I had confidence. Honestly, you know what? honestly though, like in my situation, I I ain't gonna go there. I I, I just show confidence. I say that I, I show confidence. B, let me let me say this. Mm. I used to get pulled over all the time, and. I used to get pulled over because I was like a beacon for the police. I was worried about them. I wasn't. I wasn't confident. I was worried about them. I, you know, like oh, they go to police. Uh, you know, start getting nervous. I don't have that no more. Maybe you know. I don't know if it's just because I ain't doing shit wrong and I'm confident in that. But um, now they don't fuck with me. You know, at all. Like I, I mean, like I'm doing bullshit. I'm, I'm doing all Here's the thing. shit in front of the police, and I, I, they, it's like you know they don't fuck with me. Here's the thing about that: once they make contact with you one time, are, are y'all still there? Mm-hmm. We yeah, we here. Yeah. yeah. Once y'all, um, I don't have much more time. I'm, I'm about to go into a meeting because I was doing the training. But um, once they make contact with you once or twice, and it's all good, like you survive it, and it's sad that we gotta fucking say that. Excuse my French on your show, Benita. Okay. They don't bother you no more, okay? They're so afraid collectively as a whole, you know, to where they just want to see who you are, okay? It's about familiarity. Like I used to tell one um, guy who raised the profile, a black kid who was a teenager back in 2009 when I was a patrol officer in Sacramento for a private company. I found out he racially profiled the kid, and 
I had a conversation with him, speaking of police holding each other accountable. It was at the end of our shift at 6 o'clock in the morning. I said, listen, if I ever see you racially profile any black person, male or female, especially these young boys out here, I'm going to deal with your ass. Okay? And the conversation I had with him at the a.m. that morning, he saw the eyes of God for real. Mm. Okay? I know none of you have never been in my presence physically, but I, I command presence. I don't play. I'm a very nice brother, you know, but you don't want to see the flip side of me. He almost saw it that morning. I never had a problem out of him since. reason why I came to him that way is I knew he was racist. And I had to check him. See, when you're dealing with a snake, I, you got to address a snake early and at the neck. That's, you don't address a snake in the back. Hey, hey, that's exactly what I'm saying. Individually, keep the pressure on. Don't let them get away with, with bullshit, un, untruths. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, as an individual, you did that, and you could, and you made an effect. That's what everybody needs to do. Now, yeah. we, can, we can make all type of people do that, stand up for yeah. truth, and yeah. once bullshit is gone, we rule. Yeah. It a change in the blink of an eye, brothers and sisters. If we um, if we not only came together but got into a unified collective mindset, or those of us that want to, it won't take. It won't need to. I agree with the other brother also when he said that all of us won't come together, and I totally agree with that. You are right. Thanks for the correction. Um, but yeah, but those of us like the people here that are on this phone that really want to come together, I think we should come up with a game plan. Um. My thing is, I think we should start a fund. Um, whenever y'all want to, we can do something, $10, 20 a month into a fund. We do that. We keep a check on it. However way y'all want to do it, if somebody has something better, let me know. All right, you brother. Know, right thank now, you so much for calling in. We, um, yeah, thank so, you for having me. And Seriously. we're definitely going to have to have you back, like uh, Brother Maine said, talking about the <laughs> more, more oh, yeah. uh, military we, mind we, preparedness. Yeah, okay, we got we to got, pull them in. Brother May, we got another person on the call. We're going to go to them and ask them if they want to add anything to uh, Killer Mike's list. Have a good night, everybody. Okay, thanks. Good night, bro. I know you said you got a meeting you need to go to, so we won't hold right, you. We, we won't want to keep you, keep you hostage on the Benita Asset show. <laughs> oh, I will be calling back. You need to have this show every day. That's what you need to do. <laughs> Take care. We'll talk about that. God bless. Take care. Right, God bless. Call you on the air. You um, I'm sure you heard your phone unmuted. You're on the POET radio with Benita Asset and Maine. And earlier when um, we were on the call, we had Killer Mike give us a list, and the list is hands, mind, and love. Is there anything else that you would like to add to the list of trying to prepare our brothers and sisters for a military mind? How are we going to fight this? What's hey. that? Mind, hands, and love, is that what you said? Yeah, see, Killer Mike, he gave this very, very passionate speech to a lot of brothers and sisters, and the passionate speech that we played on the beginning of the call, it basically, he said, you not ready? You not ready for a revolution? He said, you don't even have a seed growing in the window. You don't know how to hunt. You don't know how to fish. You don't have any land. You don't have. So he just went down the list. But while he was going down the list, he also asked people, he said, look, don't be forcing these babies out there to die. Don't be setting them up because you didn't participate in the 60s revolution and you want to do that now. 
He said, but you're not really participating in the revolution. You don't even, when it comes down to your tickets getting paid on your car, if you get a parking ticket, you're going to pay it. You are not not fighting it. So basically he said, um, you know, if when it comes to his family and his home with his children, his thought process or what he felt like needs to be done is to just simply teach his child how to use his hands, his mind, and to love other black folk. And so we've been coming up with a list before you were able to get on the call, and the list is kind of long, but we're just wondering if, you know, we're going to give you a chance to share. Is there anything you would like to add to that list? No, I I mean, I think uh, hands, mind, and love pretty much encompasses just about anything that you could talk about. Um, I think uh, I played a little bit when you sent me the video, I played a little bit of that for myself and saw the very beginning, and I would have to agree with him, um, other than the fact that I feel like what has happened is that the revolution was squashed long before we even had the idea of having a revolution, because the reasons that we don't grow our own food and hunt our own food and, and have love for each other and our own knowledge has nothing to do with us. It started way back when it was taken from us. And so, you know, a big part of the revolution needs to be regaining all those things that was stolen from us. Um, One of the biggest things is, so I have backyard chickens. Um, Not that backyard chickens are very difficult to raise. They're really extremely easy and, you know, you end up with two or three eggs. But I consistently hear from... Um, people in my life, how country that is and how um, white that is and how, um, you know, uh, and again, my backyard chickens aren't about revolution. I'm not saying that I'm part of the revolution (laughs) because of that, right? Like my backyard chickens really are a hobby. But I also know that um, for centuries, right, like, you know, centuries before we were even brought to United States, we were able to raise our own food. And now all of a sudden, that is something that is considered white. Um, And white people didn't do that in the beginning, right? In the beginning, white people relied on us to do that for them. And now all of a sudden, what has happened is these things that are created to be sustainable have now been looked at as something that we're not actually capable of doing. Um, I think it's very similar to community gardens and Um, repossessing land is that we have to start learning how to grow our own food and hunt our own food and all of those kinds of things, not simply because then we can self-sustain ourselves, but because that it's a huge part of who we are and where we come from. Wow. I totally agree. Thank you very much. What's your name, Carla? I'm saying. Hello? Yeah, I was trying to get the sister's name. What's your name, Carla? Oh, sorry, Amy. Thank you very much, Amy, for participating. Hey, hey Amy, them same, them same niggas talking about your chickens going to be the same one. When shit go down, they're going to want to scramble some eggs with your goddamn <laughs> chickens. I know. My, <laughs> my collective response always is, okay, well, if this world ever has a zombie epidemic, you ain't invited to my house. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should take a um, concealing carry class or something like that. 
Well, they're really going to be mad because now I'm getting honeybees. I'm going to start making honey, and then they'll be mad. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, the system moving towards moving towards truth. And that's all everybody has to do. Their own truth. A, mi- a billion people moving toward their own truth. Kill the bullshit. Well, and I just have to say, like, I really like that he has in there, you know, not just uh, self-sustaining, but the love part, you know, because I am a very privileged person in my life to be able to have a home and a yard and, um, you know, it costs way more money for me to raise my own eggs than it does for me to just go to the store and buy the dollar fifty eggs. And so um, a big part of the revolution needs to be me, uh, you know, being able to share that with other people. Like I, I'm not going to be able to really donate a ton of money or things like that, but if I'm getting three or four eggs a day, I can only eat one or two eggs a day. And so there has to be some love of how I can share the the things that God has blessed me with, right? And and that's just as simple as a yard. Does somebody want to grow in my backyard? That kind of stuff. You need, yeah. You may need some help gardening and some and some brothers who are willing to lay their life in defense of that of that area, that situation, that's life giving mm-hmm. to the community. So yes, indeed. I didn't think about that. Like we can just have like certain areas. Brothers know that this is their area that they're gonna protect. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's goons out there. Mm. That's their truth. If you a goon, stand up for this garden. <laughs> goon garden goons, goddamn. <laughs> okay. Okay. Man, you know. Our time just just went running along. We have reached the end of our broadcast. And I um, thank all of the callers, Rookie, Sean, D-Ren, Amy. Amy from, um, is out there in New Mexico, D-Ren from Washington, and um, our Chicago callers, too. Thank you all so much for contributing to this broadcast. Um, I want to go back through uh, Sean. I think Brother Sean might still be on the call, so I'm going to give him another 10 seconds to speak. And Amy, then we're going to come back to you for the last 10 seconds, and and then I'll summarize it up. Uh, or or um, Brother Maine, did you take notes this time? You want to summarize it up? No, nah, I didn't really. You know, take uh take All notes. All right, I got you, bro. We'll let you do it uh, the next time. <laughs> Brother you know. Sean, Brother Sean, what you got? Your last 10 seconds. What say you? Uh, uh, last 10 seconds, man, we just really need black unity. That's all. Uh, if we can come together to the pot, put $10, $20 a month, and just either buy land, buy politicians so we can get real power, you know, get stop police from killing us. Uh, we want, just like Hispanics get loans and stuff like that, and these other ARABs get loans and open up
community means, you know, um, not necessarily that you're going to dismantle the system, but that you make sure the system knows that you have a voice. That reminds me of Claude Anderson. He said the same thing, too. He's like, we got neighborhoods, but we don't have communities. Brother May? All right, my final wrap-up. Um, everybody needs to be, to, once once everybody individually gets to that point where they ready to give their life for the for truth, for their truth, we'll be cool. Stay cool, hunting. Stay Training, stay stocking up, and you know everybody do your thing. Turn the mother heat up. I'm out. Peace, brother, and thank you very much um, for helping me co-host the show. Thank you, Amy, for your contribution. Your last ten seconds. Um, thank you so much for calling in. I very much appreciate another sister being on the call. We're here every other Thursday from 9 to 10 Central Time. You are welcome to call back. Matter of fact, I would love for you to call back when you are ready and able and available. We need you. Um, and uh, Brother Sean and Brother Rookie and Brother D. Brand, it was all together a nice show which evolved as usual. Anytime you get an intelligent group of people together to talk about conscious thoughts, and so from the beginning we had brother Rookie on, and he said that we, he what he would add is a media blackout. Like stop sharing all these videos of these things. It just he keeps adding fuel to the fire from his perspective, and we um, telling our stories to these people who keep getting our stories wrong. And then we had Brother Sean come on, and he felt like unity is the answer. We absolutely have to have unity, and he added a couple other things to that, like um, that we are very powerful people and and that if we utilize our power and recognize our power, then we are more apt to be unified together. The Rand came on, and he said we need to have land, we need to stay awake and be aware, and he suggested that maybe we can um, utilize our resources, our financial resources, bring them together to help start funding some things that are necessary for us. Brother May, he said, we need to just, the first step to unity is to cut out the enemy, knowing yourself better, and speaking that truth. And then when Sister Amy came on talking about the truth, that really excited Brother Maine. and then he says, yes, absolutely, Sister, truth. We need to have the truth. And Sister Amy from New Mexico has backyard chickens and a community that she is building around her backyard chickens, sharing space, sharing love, and building a community. And all in all, we are talking about simple, not necessarily the kind of things that are going to be televised, revolutionary televised. This is not the televised revolutionary. This is just the simple, basic things that our brothers and sisters can do to survive and thrive in this world today. Thank you so much for calling in or downloading this broadcast wherever you're at. You are tuned in to the POET Radio. This is Benita Asset with Maine and our highly intellectual and intelligent audience. Thank you so much. Peace out, y'all. Peace and love. Good night. Good night. Good night, good night, good night. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.